Welcome to the About Seth podcast, where we're talking all things Seth Godin. Today's episode is part two of my summary and breakdown of Tribes by Seth Godin, subtitled, We Need You to Lead Us. Tribes is a book about the new world of small, connected, motivated groups that want to work together to create a movement. There are tribes everywhere, and they're all looking for leadership. You are a leader. We need you. Now, as with part one, feel free to listen to part one, or you can listen to this independently. But this book is written in short little snippets, so I'll read out the title and then the key takeaways from each section that I thought was uh, was the best sections. Why should you lead, and why now? Everyone, not just the boss, is expected to lead. With tribes flourishing everywhere, there's a vast shortage of leaders. Seth's ideas. For the first time ever, everyone in an organization, not just the boss, is expected to lead. The structure of today's workplace means it's easier than ever to change things and individuals have more leverage than ever before. The marketplace is rewarding organizations and individuals who change things and create remarkable products and services. It's engaging, thrilling, profitable, and fun. Most of all, there is a tribe of fellow employees or customers or investors or believers or hobbyists or readers just waiting for you to connect them to one another and lead them to where they want to go. Leadership isn't difficult, but you've been trained to avoid it. You already have the skills you need to make a huge difference. You don't need to wait until you've got the exact right job or you've built the exact right organization or moved up the exact number of rungs on the corporate ladder. You can start right now. Leadership is not management. Management is about manipulating resources to get a known job done. Leadership, on the other hand, is about creating change that you believe in. This is Your thesaurus might tell you that the best synonym for leadership is management. Perhaps that used to be the case, but not anymore. Leaders have followers. Managers have employees. Movements have leaders, and movements make things happen. Managers make widgets. Leaders make change. Change is frightening, and to many people who would be leaders, it seems more of a threat than a promise. It's too bad because the future belongs to our leaders, regardless of where they work or what they do. Making a ruckus. What do you do for a living? What do you make? Leaders make a ruckus. People who are looking for something new. In the old world, the rule was simple. The best way to grow an organization was to be reliable and consistent and trusted, and bit by bit gain market share. Rapid change was the enemy, because rapid change means uncertainty and risk and maybe failure. The new rule, if you want to grow, you need to find customers who are willing to join you, believe in you, donate to you, or otherwise support you. The only customers willing to do that are the ones that are looking for something new. The market requires change, And that requires leadership. If leadership is the ability to create change your tribe believes in, 
and the market demands change, then the market demands leaders. Managers manage by using the authority that their factory gives them. Managers can't make change because that's not their job. Their job is to make sure that the task someone else at the factory gave him gets done. If you don't listen to the manager and do what you're told, you lose your job because they're the manager. Leaders, on the other hand, don't need the official blessing of the factory they work for. They don't use bureaucracy or threats to manage people. They use passion and ideas to lead them. As a leader, you need to become aware of how your organization works because this awareness allows you to change it. Most organizations are waiting for someone like you to lead them. What does it take to create a movement? Why do some ideas take a long time to gain steam? The biggest reason is that there's a difference between telling people what to do and inciting a movement. The movement happens when people talk to one another, when ideas spread within the community, and most of all, when peer support leads people to do what they always knew was the right thing. Great leaders establish a foundation for people to make connections rather than commanding others to follow them. Great leaders create movements by empowering the tribe to communicate. Anatomy of a movement. A movement has three elements. One, a narrative that tells a story about who we are and the future we're trying to build. Two, a connection between and among the leader and the tribe. Three, something to do. The fewer limits, the better. Too often, organizations fail to do anything but that third one. Crowds and tribes. A crowd is a tribe without a leader. A crowd is a tribe without communication. Most organizations are spending their time, money, focus, and energy marketing to the crowd. Smart organizations are assembling a tribe. Improving a tribe. It only takes two things to turn that group or crowd into a tribe. One is a shared interest and two is a way to communicate. Now that way of communication comes in four methods. Leader to tribe, tribe to leader, tribe member to tribe member, and tribe member to outsider. Therefore, there are three ways a leader can help increase the effectiveness of the tribe and its members. One, transforming a shared interest into a passionate goal and a desire for change. Two, providing tools that allow members to tighten their communication. Or three, leveraging the tribe to allow it to grow and gain new members. Now, most leaders only focus on that last one. We think that somehow a bigger tribe means a better tribe, but it's really the first two tactics that lead to bigger impact, really transforming that shared interest into a passionate goal and a desire for change, and providing the tools that allow members to communicate more tightly and more effectively. I hope you're enjoying Tribes by Seth Godin. We're about a quarter of the way through. If you'd like to read the book for yourself, head to aboutseth.com slash books. If you'd like to grab a free copy of How to Sell a Book, which is a free ebook Seth wrote based on Tribes, head to aboutseth.com slash free. Otherwise, I'll see you soon for part three. 
Thank you for listening to the About Seth podcast. I hope you learned something along the way. I strongly urge you to check out more Seth Godin. You could either buy one of his books, check out one of his TED Talks, or subscribe to his daily blog. Or go to aboutseth.com.